hello, my name is Reece Saunders. You join me once again down this perilous journey of Room 501 where we take five things that someone hates, put them into the barrel bin of destiny and allow the hobos to have a good sleep that night. Joining me is a brother from another mother that I've met at wrestling shows. He is incredible. One of my closest friends. It is uh, Sam Sam Clark. Hello, Sam. How are you? Hello, I'm, I'm not doing too bad. How are you, Reese? I feel like I had to put on this voice because you're very being very efficient with your voice currently. Um, I mean, it's 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 months of practice, man. Like you know, I've uh, it's it's my hosting voice. It's not my normal voice, as you know. Yeah. Um, it's like your phone voice. I know. I do apologise for the squalor, um, the squalor that you've come to today, though. I mean, the homeless people have just left it just horrible. Jeeves. He's in the corner with his cat playing with fish heads. So just ignore him. I mean, I will say though, if if he does come and sit in your lap, um, the magic words are please, please go away. That's fine. That, he'll catch more from me than I'll catch from him, so it's fine. Oh, I don't know. I mean, like my, um, the one who left me, Liam, is a pretty fucked up dude. I'm sure I'll be in competition. Oh, you posh people are, man. You're all weird. <laughs> uh, but as always uh, Sam has a list of five things that he hates and he wants to convince me with his argument to throw them into the barrel bin of destiny as I call it uh, so Sam let's get five straight away what is the first thing that you want to throw into the into the pit I think I've, I've got an easy one for you here I think I've, I think I've got you um, I'm going to go straight away with uh, the EFL and to be specific, I don't want the English Football League as a whole to burn. I just want the organisation of the EFL to burn. Mm-hmm. And obviously, I'm a Charlton Athletic fan. Like, I, we have more than our fair share of uh, getting fucked over by the EFL, as it were. Um, for six years of rolling to Chatelet. And uh, honestly, if, if we're going to throw if we're going to throw the EFL in, I'd like I would like to throw all our fucked over owners in there as well, just as like a kind of package deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and then not to mention this year where they allowed Matthew Southall, who was previously involved at Bolton Wanderers, you know, a, gr- a great a great person to let into football if they were previously involved in Bolton Wanderers and yeah. that peril, as well as not checking to see if um, Mr. Tahone Lemire, who uh, was apparently a very, very rich man, turns out he wasn't a very, very rich man, turns out he had no money at all, but EFL didn't feel to check that. And all he needed was a whole pound to buy Charlton Athletic. That's all yeah. you need. Um, and then that's kind of just the start of the trouble. And then obviously you've got the whole Paul Elliott fiasco. Again, someone who was involved at Berry, as were Chris Farnell as well, who was also let into our football club. So, you know, when you when you look at that kind of track record and you go, so the EFL fit and proper test, you go, All right, what do we want to do? All right, let's check what the, where these people come from. They've come from, oh, okay, they were at Bolton and Berry last summer. All right, sure, that's... Yeah, that sounds good. And yeah, I mean, that, that, they were greatly run teams. I mean, I, I can't, I can't think of anything bad that happened to Bolton and Berry. I mean, both of them are fantastic football clubs in the football league. Uh, well, yeah. not anymore. I mean, Bolton I mean, is just about there. Mm-hmm. They're hanging on by the scruff of their teeth. Yeah, at all. I've just fucked up that saying, but we'll go with it. Oh well, well let's slide. <laughs> But no, I mean, the, 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 the fit and proper test is just absolute bollocks. I mean, 
um, why uh, just just go with the EFL if I can for a bit. Why did they need feel the need to punish Wigan with twelve point deduction, but and make it count for the season that they were just in, and then give the same to Sheffield Wednesday, but not allow Sheffield Wednesday to be to have it for this season? Why is it going to carry over to next season when they when they season? It it just bothers me, and I think that the whole EFL as a, as a whole it is just corrupt as hell. Um, and it and it even. And even more, but the fucking like Sheffield their point deduction after the season had finished. Bear in mind, Sheffield Wednesday had still had to, there was still a season ongoing because the playoffs hadn't finished. Yeah. So the season was going. Macclesfield, the season had completely finished. Their punishment, like their administration, was after the season, and they still did it for the previous season, which yeah. relegated out of the football league, which is a lot more damaging than getting relegated from the championship. Oh, big time, and I, I, I just feel like they just they just don't. They care more about the bigger teams than they do about the little teams. I mean, like Sheffield Wednesday, more history than say Wigan or say Macclesfield stuff like that. And it, it just—it's a shocking thing that that they're allowed. This is allowed to happen. I mean, I have said on a, a football podcast that the EFL, the Football League, and the Premier League should come together and yeah. do do what the Scottish did which is basically just create one massive football league and have it all run by um, people who actually know what they're doing. Yeah. And the EFL has no idea what they're doing. And yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, Sam, there is no doubt that this doesn't go in the bin. Yeah. I, I, I thought mean, I was going to say with that one. I mean, if that was your insurance one, then you've you've done well. Yeah. I've got a couple, I think there's a couple of other insurance ones. There's... there's... There's one that, that's like a hot debate within my circle of friends, which I don't, I haven't actually found out where you fall on yet. So that'll be an interesting one. So if I don't agree, we could not be friends. <laughs> I, mean, I won't say that all of the people that have disagreed with me I've disowned, but I don't talk to them anymore. Oh, shit. I feel conflicted now. Uh, no, no. But yeah, no, the EFL and those people involved and Charlton's owners. And do you know what? Shit owners of football clubs altogether. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Owner, the owner, uh, everyone involved at Berry, which everyone that's involved at Charlton now, so it's fine. Uh, Slack and all go on one. Um, yeah, just... Yeah, they, 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 they are burning in hell right now. I can hear them screaming. And the... Ho- oh, oh, here comes Sandra. Oh, don't look at her. Don't look at Sandra. I think I've shagged her. Oh. I, I recognise her from somewhere. Oh, no. Oh, she does have a, a baby, Sandra. How young? Uh, well, it's for two. Then no. Oh, that's good. Okay. Oh, go away, Sandra. <laughs> Sam. Right, what is your second thing that you want to throw into the, the barrel bin of destiny? What is the second thing? Well, well since, since I kind of alluded to it, it was my fifth one, but since I alluded to it, I'll, I'll go with this one. This is the, the, the debate, of course, and that is chocolate being put in the fridge. Asterisk, an asterisk, when it isn't a hot day. Okay, what are you pro? I, cho- chocolate should not be in the fucking fridge, unless it's unless you're prevent it, specifically preventing it from melting because it's an extremely hot day. Its prime conditions are not from the fridge. Uh. 
I mean, there is some. I mean, there is something nice about snapping a chocolate bar that's been in the fridge. I just can't, that I can't is get, nice. I can't get behind that. I, I've got. I to me, chocolate's at its prime condition. A nice warm tip. Not saying melting, but slightly softer, and it's it's kind to the teeth. It's kind to the to the mouth. I mean, I hate chocolate as it is. I don't like chocolate. So probably uh, the you do it it, having it's, it's sickly. It's nasty. Yeah. but I see what you mean by it. If, if it's melting, if it's if it needs saving, shove it in the fridge. Yes, but if you're just putting it in there to be an arsehole, yeah, then you deserve to be burnt. Yeah, and based, mostly my thing is whenever I go around to a friend's house and they're like, "Oh, do you want a chocolate bar?" And I'm like, yeah, of course I want a chocolate bar. Why wouldn't I want a chocolate bar? Then they go to the fridge. And I'm like, go fuck yourself. I do not want yeah. that chocolate bar. I mean, uh, do you stay in the house? No, I, I throw the person out the window, then climb out the window myself. <laughs> Seem, it's no. not a sensible response, I feel. I mean, ha- how many people have, like, you know, disagreed with you on this? Uh, my own mother. Um, uh, yeah, it's, it's a problem. It's why I don't, it's why I can't live at home anymore. Um, <laughs> I, I actually got. I actually. I went to court about it and given myself and gave myself uh, like the custody of myself, as I feel. I feel like that's a, enough of a reason to for. I mean, a, how old are you now? Twelve and a half. Ah, uh, okay. Not not twenty one. Um, no, I'm twenty two now, actually. Oh well. Okay. Well, still younger than me, and I hate you for that. But you know, I'm the youngest out of everyone, so that's fine. It's annoying that you are the youngest out of us all, and yet I, I never thought you was. I always thought you was my age. It's annoying. Yeah, uh, it's the the baby face does does throw people off sometimes, though. Mm. It does. It does. It, yeah. No, but no. It, um, go back to be twelve and a half and get your custody yourself. I agree with completely because I think chocolate. I mean, if, if I'm if I'm my own way, chocolate would not be here. Yeah. Yeah. Chocolate would be gone from the world. Because I hate it and it's stupid and pointless. But some idiots like it. Yeah. And those idiots deserve to have chocolate not in the fridge. But I do actually, where do you stand on chocolate spread? Uh, chocolate, I, I've never, I don't have chocolate spread. So I couldn't, I couldn't say either there or there. But I'd, I'd assume it'd be in the fridge. Spread seems like something it should be in the fridge because like butter. Is it not? Yeah, but then getting the teller out of it jar when it's in the fridge is fucking irritating i don't i don't have nutella so i wouldn't uh, oh, my girlfriend keeps nutella in the cupboard so i'm going to go with that well uh, it's see that's the thing it's got it, it's got it, it it can't be a, it's got to be a cool cupboard that you keep chocolate in it's got it can't be hot it can't be you well, know i've got a bedside table that i keep chocolate in yeah, yeah that, that that's cool enough. i mean i keep my my beer in my bedside table so it's quite cool in there yeah. When there's when there's no space in the fridge because there's a I always put a lot of beer in the fridge. So <laughs> I'm not a beer person, which works out for me because I just have a massive bottle of vodka and it takes up a little a less space. I, well, no, a lot, I, I mean, to me, it's not my preferred drink. I mean, like it's gin. Gin's the best one, but um, I mean, I can't always afford gin. I'm unemployed. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> actually, no, I'm not unemployed. I got I got off the job today, yay! Yeah. But uh, officially employed. Yeah, but no, ch- chocolate, chocolate deserves to be out of the fridge. Yeah. And to anyone who says that you should be in the fridge, well, 
I hope you take a look at yourself in that mirror and I hope you look at, I hope you just say, well, I am now a twat. Listen to this. I hope you feel like a right twat. I hope you're listening, Mum. Yeah, I Sam's mum. Oh, I haven't no, spoken like, ten years. <laughs> <laughs> Sam's mum, I imagine you're a lovely person, but chocolate should not be in the fridge. Uh, I don't, just to clarify, I have seen my mum in ten years. Oh. It is, I, I have I have a wonderful relationship with my mother, but we just don't talk about the chocolate incident. Mm. I mean, like me and my, I mean, tell me, so I put my mum in uh, one episode. Really? Well, my mum, no, mom, no, my mum specifically, uh, someone basically described my mom perfectly and they had to go in a bib because I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, I haven't met your mother. I can't comment. I mean, no, no, basically it was like, you always see this little old lady, well, not old lady, these just idiots driving Vauxhall mockers and yeah, and it, it basically is my mom. Okay. Fair enough. So, <laughs> yeah. But no, Sam's mom, chocolate is in the bin. Chocolate in the fridge is in the bin. Yeah, that's good. All right, so I've got one. This is... What one do I go with next? I'll go with this one next, because I've got two Twitter-based ones, so I'll do both of them now. First one being anonymous Twitter accounts. Oh. Don't, don't want another. And this includes, up to and including, the default face, like the just default profile picture. Anyone who has a wrestler as their profile picture. Anyone who has a... Uh, footballer as a profile picture and anyone with any kind of Union Jack or uh, St George's Cross anywhere yes. in yes and this is the, so that's all going into the same barrel of anonymous Twitter accounts because it's just if at, at worst they're very annoying at, at best they're very annoying at worst they're abusive pieces of shit and, that, yes. and, that, and that's where I kind of and that's where you see like if those were taken down if you weren't allowed to be anonymous on Twitter Half the racism would drop, half the homophobia would drop, half the general abuse would drop, and I just can't stand it, honestly. No, I, I agree. I mean, like, I've I've had some um, some tweets from people and Facebook. I've had Facebook. Facebook's kind of the worst thing for it because I've had people on Facebook with fake profiles um, just basically attack any opinion that I had on something. So I, put, I think I put an opinion once about who, who would win the Premier League. This is just something stupid. Who would the Premier League? And I put this see I put Chelsea, yeah? Yeah. That's a fair show. I, yeah, good, good signs. And then I got I got this fake account then messaged me asking me uh, if I want to donate money to the Nigerian royal family. Yeah, I mean that happens. Yeah. And then giving me betting odds on the Saudi Arabian Premier League with links saying click here, click here, click here. And it and it did it on every single person's um comment that was there and I'm there going oh I felt special for a little bit then and then one thing happened I did click it once I did click a link once on that and it basically erased my Facebook oh nice it, it hacked it, it basically got hacked into it and there was this apparently my name was Jennifer and I was offering sex stuff for 4.99 oh cheap good price I mean I think it's there, Jennifer yeah, and then I was unaware of it until my friend messaged me on a football group saying, I never knew you had a nice pair of tits. I went, what the fuck you want to And they sent me a picture, I went, oh, for fuck's sake. I feel, I feel like I remember, was this, a, was this when you had to have a different group, like have a different profile added to the group chat as well? Yeah, yeah, because my Facebook got hacked and then I managed to get my old Facebook back and then 
Yeah. I had my other one had to, although it was still there. It was annoying because I kept saying, "We just remove him, please." Yeah. Just... But no. Oh, I, I, the Twit one is. Worse. I mean, I, I've seen. So I, I go on Twitter and I've seen the there's there's people on there, women on there that they'll post a provocative photo. Yeah. Yeah. Clearly catfish. No, 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 no. They basically say, say they're a model, yeah? Okay, yeah, no, they're ones. And they put their pictures on Facebook and or Twitter, and then you've got the accounts on there that, that'll say, oh, you look hot, and then they'll direct message them, and then they'll say, oh, no, I'm not, I'm not single or anything like that, and then they'll, back, then they'll abuse them. Yeah, I've, I, saw, I actually saw a very specific example of this. I can't, I can't remember the exact wording, but, like, you basically, basically replied to this uh, this uh, uh, girl constantly like for about two months eventually gone into her dms and she eventually basically just told him to fuck off and then went on this abusive tirade of you're you're a slut list you post this you like and then just after like asking her out 50 million times basically calls her like you have to post these pictures for attention because you're so fat and you never got attention and it's like what the fuck are you, like what is wrong with you it's just, I mean, the worst thing about Twitter and the worst thing about social media is it gives anybody anonymity. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I, and the, the worst Twitter for it, it is wrestling Twitter. I don't know, football Twitter's quite bad. Football, football Twitter is bad, but for me, wrestling Twitter is just a whole different game. I the mean... Thing, the thing with football Twitter that gets me is how, like, Everyone recycles the same fucking shit jokes. Like the amount of times I have to see that Mbappe crying celebration, or like I was like, it's not even a good comeback. It's the comeback for when you don't have anything left to say. Like, yeah. it's like stop crying. It's like, what? You, what? Like, it's it's like it's such a like end to the conversation. Yeah. Where you're just like, what the fuck? The worst one. The worst one was the Nabry one. Oh, Nabry wasn't good enough for Arsenal. Or wasn't good enough for Tony Pulis. No, at the time he wasn't. Just, it was many moves ago. Move on. Shut up. Go away. Yeah, it's like it's almost like players can develop as as they get older and become better players. Shocking to think that yeah. they, they should be world beaters immediately. Yeah. Um, but yeah, all... no, I agree. We are. I mean, the, the, those accounts. They and also it's the the, the Union Jack ones get me. Yeah, I know. It's so bad. Oh, uh, they always retweet fucking. Nick Griffin, uh, whatever t- Tony Robinson, Nick um, again, the UKIP Bellend, and they're so again. And then they tweet, "Oh, the white lives matter." Oh, shut up! There's one that I posted on Facebook um, from like a Twitter, anonymous Twitter with uh, Union Jack in his bio. His name was Sam, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> It was in reply to one of the Sky News articles saying, a person missing after trying to swim from Dover to Calais. So think about which way that is. Dover to Calais. Yeah, I've seen. Dead, hopefully, we don't want any more of them here. And then people were just going, no, you need to read the article. It's like, no, I don't need to read it. It's the same stuff over and over. And it's like, no, don't need to read it. It's like, and, and then just to top it off, Calais is in the UK. Hmm. Interesting. Like, this is a patriot. A patriot, apparently. Also, yeah. isn't it funny when patriots don't show their face? That doesn't seem very oh. patriotic, does it? Oh, I mean, I... 
I over lockdown my um, my football group we had a disagreement, and basically we got called. Um, basically, apparently, we discriminated against a man who had served our country. It was praised for British, and you know, and yes, we did because he was a racist piece of shit. Like it's this thing that just because you served your country in a war that none of us wanted to fight doesn't give you a license to be a racist piece of shit. Like, exactly. Yeah, and he he's adamant to this day that he did nothing wrong, yeah. and. He then he, he messaged a friend of mine last night, uh, and he basically said, "Oh, the word I used wasn't a racial slur, but I've heard you heard racial slur, so um, it's all on file." I've spoke to a racial lawyer and all that, and he said, oh, my, "My friend said, why the fuck are you t- why the fuck are you threatening me?" Yeah. Basically, like you've got dealt with, and then you're coming back because we'll start playing football again, and you can't take it because you just being a twat and. Uh, uh, yeah, it's just people who were like that. Uh, the Twitter people and the people who just hide behind a screen and can't say all this shit to your face. They need to just burn. Yeah. Burn in hell. That's a, that's a good... So I've got three for free so far, I, I think. I, I, I mean, I always like to think I'm quite harsh, but I'm not. I'm such a pushover on these things. How do you feel about getting three for three? I think, I think that to be fair, like... I'm feeling good for five for five now. I think I'm get. I think I'm getting there. I think because last the last two are, are two of my most confident ones after the EFL. Obviously the EFL, I was for sure. I knew that was happening. But other than that, obviously the chocolate in the fridge. I didn't know where you stood on that, so I wasn't sure about that one. The 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 non-Twitter accounts. I was pretty sure that'd be fine. And then the other two. One of them just. I'll go on to the one of me just being an extremely petty bastard first. Um. So I, I referenced this to you just before we started recording. Um, I had an incident last week. And basically what I want to happen is I want everyone who is below the age of 18 playing phone games to get thrown in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please explain. Please explain. So, so I, was playing, I was playing a new game. I downloaded a, a game like a couple of weeks ago called Headball. I don't know if you've seen Headball. I've got Headball, yes. So I was playing Headball, and I was getting, I was uh, working my way up, and I was at the point still where it was like the lower league, so everyone's shit. So I was just storming through everyone, and I come up against this person, um, and I'll, I'll see his username, and it says 06 in his username, and I was like, at first I was like, 06, how can you be that young? And I realised that in 06 they're now 14, yes. if you're born in 06, and then this person beat me. And and then I and then I just I felt really old and I felt heartbroken. It was my first loss, and now I just don't want any kids to be playing video games ever again. I feel like this is a reasonable response. I mean, I've had an experience. I was playing, not not losing, but I was playing Call of Duty, and uh, it was team deathmatch. And there was this one lad. He was he was shit. Yeah? yeah, and I kept killing him. So what I did was I put my headset on. Because yeah. uh, I, I could hear this one person talking. So I basically, you know, all right, I'm going to put my headset on. Put my, head, put my headset on. And I heard was, if this fucking arsehole just kills me again, I'm going to fucking shoot myself. And they're going, oh, High-pitched, high-pitched American voice, yeah? It was beautiful. And I, I just kept killing him the whole game. And I think it ended up with 15 kills, yeah? 13 were to him. <laughs> oh, no. A... See, that's fine. When you're beating them, 
that's totally fine. When they beat you, outrageous. Like, yeah. you're old. Fucking outrageous. Uh, it's like, uh, this has got me, um, I was playing, me and my brother, uh, Noah, he's seven, and we were playing uh, Uno on oh, the, uh, on, on the iPad. And, you know, I was, I was looking at my car saying, oh, I've got him here. The bastard beat me in, like, six moves. And, like, I, I, I sat there, I looked at him, and I went, nah, 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 nah I'm not having this. I'm, I'm going to play again. I've already beat you. I don't need to play again. And it's that bit there. I've already beat you. No, sir, you got lucky. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. Like, because uh, this is my first experience, because, like, you know when you're, like, growing up and you're playing the video games, and your parents will always say, like, oh, you're only beating me because you're younger and you've grown up with them. So this is my mm. first experience of exactly that, where I was like, this kid's grown up with iPhone games. That's the only reason he's fucking beating me. <laughs> I, I, I came from the generation of Snake on the Nokia 3210. Oh, like, yes. That's my experience. I'm not experienced with fucking Headball. Like, I don't know that shit. And it's a stupid game anyway. And I, and I went on that whole tirade. But I decided it's not the game's fault. It's children's fault. So I want them all to burn. So, I mean... <sighs> Did you, did, who else have you told this petty story to? Uh, my parents. And what did they call you? Uh, they said that I'm getting old. Um, mm. my, I think they reveled in it because it was exactly the thing that my dad used to tell me when I beat him at FIFA. So I think he reveled in this. I think it's, this was his moment. I told my girlfriend. Uh, she didn't care. Um, she kind of just said, grow up. And I was like, that's the point. I don't want to. And, but, you know, that's up. That's a whole. That's a conversation we have every day, but that's not the point. We're not here. We're not here discussing that. Um, <laughs> no. But that, that's just yeah. I just, I've I've ranted to a few people, and I just generally feel very old at this point. And I shouldn't. I don't think I should deserve to feel old at the young age of twelve and a half. I mean, I really hate you for saying you feel old. <laughs> I'm twenty-five. I feel old, and and it's. I mean, I want to put you in the fucking bin. That's my brother. Um, and, um, oh, arseholes. But no, I completely agree with you. I mean, when you say, when, when a young person beats you at anything, it is horrible. I mean, I had it with, uh, th- this is what I had to do, yeah. My, I was playing my cousin at FIFA, and uh, he went, he went 3 nil up on me, yeah? Yeah, that's bad. I wasn't playing properly. I was just fucking about, yeah? Yeah. And then come out with the line, oh, look at me, I'm better than you now. And the, the, I just looked at him and I went, fuck you, you little bastard. And I thought, you know, you, know you lean forward. Yeah. yeah. I, leant forward, I leant forward and I beat him 8-3. And I could, I could, it's like at work as well. Now, I work with little kids. I work with kids, yeah? yeah. And we're playing, we're playing noughts and, noughts and crosses. Okay. Intense game. Yeah. They're not beating me at noughts and crosses. I'm competitive against a three-year-old, and a three-year-old beat me once, yeah, and I walked out the room. It's, it's a fair enough response. I, 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 my, 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 my room leader went, where are you going? I went, I am not staying in this room much longer, and I walked out the room, and, and I went to the bathroom, yeah, and to compose, I, 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 I swore in the bathroom. I composed myself, I come back in, and I went, he went, can you play again? I just beat you. I went, I'm not playing with you again. It's a fair enough response. And I, and I just and, the idea that someone born in 06 is 14 is just ludicrous, to be honest. Yeah. Like, I mean, 
first yeah. World Cup in my memory. Like, the, like obviously, I had World Cups before that. I had a 2002 World Cup. I was four years old. So you don't really, it's not the same. But this World Cup, I was eight years old. So it Just felt keep, something. Keep rubbing it in. Because 2004, you I was... Yeah, and I remember, I remember it. No, 2002, I remember it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, I was four. I was, I was younger. Mm. I mean... I, I, oh, I've been, I've been alive for so many, I've had 98, 2002, 2006, 10, 14, and oh, I'm old. Wait, when was, when was the 98 playoff final, oh, not playoff final, fucking World Cup final? 98? Yeah, like what, like, because I was born at the beginning of July, so I'm wondering if I was alive for the final. Uh, I'll just have a quick check, because, oh. I, uh, France 98. I mean, uh. And I know that I was alive for it, but you know, it was it was the twelfth of July. Okay, so I was three days old. No, six days old. Sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was. Yeah, I was three. Yeah, no, I was, I was six days old for the ninety-eight power final. Not power final. Remember, the power final. Do, do you remember it? No. Oh, that, that, your memory's poor. I, I I don't even remember the two thousand two World Cup. To be perfectly honest. All I remember for the 2002 World Cup is Beckham grabbing his shirt against Argentina and Ronaldinho lobbing the semen from 40 yards out. I remember, I remember 2004 Euros and in Portugal. And then obviously the 2006 World Cup was, I feel like, the first football tournament that I was like all in for. Like, and, it was, and Joe Cole was my favourite player and he scored that goal against Sweden. So like, I was all for it. I remember watching the first game, Torsten Frigg scoring an absolute beauty for Germany. I think it was Mexico. Yeah. Uh, from there, yeah. I think, I think 2006 was the first World Cup that I actually watched properly. Yeah, I, feel, I, I don't feel I watched it properly. I watched the England games, but the 2010 yeah. World Cup, I watched every single game. Like, God. every single one. Good one for that one. 2000, 2014, I, I, I stayed up to, like, because... 2014 World Cup, I asked my boss if I could have a month of lights. And she went, what do you want a month of lights for? Because I want to watch like, the 11 o'clock at night game. <laughs> I, used to, I watched it and I got to work at like 10. And I was getting lights. I was going, oh, I just went to stop. But um, no, I uh, I just think it, 2000, just 2006, those little bastards weren't born that beat us at things. And I mean, I get jealous now of younger people that are more successful than me. I fucking hate Mbappe. Yeah, I've, that's the point of getting to football. Uh, that's like I'm just getting to the age now where like the best footballers in the world are younger than me. Because like, Mbappe's 21, isn't he? Who? Mbappe's 21. Yeah. So he's younger than me. Like all Charlton's playing squad is younger than me currently. <laughs> uh, Mateus Pereira is younger than me. Is he younger than me? No, he's 23, isn't he? Uh, okay, so, so I've got just just in above below him. I, mean, I can remember that. See, this this is the, this is the year I felt old. Was the year I could finally put my correct age on FIFA. Yeah, that's what that's what I felt old. I felt, I think when did I feel old? I don't even know. I think it was the first time I didn't get ID'd. Oh, especially being like, especially like with my baby face. Like I was expecting to be. ID for the next 10 years like I was expecting never to have to think about that and I just wasn't ID and I was just like I'm um, excuse me do you want to see my ID 
Like, no. like, no, we don't need to. It's like, no, I think you need to. Like, look up. Look up. I, I look 12. Yeah. Um, worst one I've had, Tesla ID. This is incredible. This was, um, it was my brother's first birthday. And I went to Sainsbury's because he liked Thomas the Tank Engine. Oh, God, yeah, okay. So I was going to buy a Thomas the Tank Engine DVD. And then I bought some, because I was having trouble sleeping, I bought some sleeping pills, yeah? Yeah, fair. Which one do you think I got ID'd for? Oh, sleeping pills? I got ID'd for Thomas the Tank Engine DVD. What? what? I what kid you not, you? Because, it, <laughs> because it was PG, and she didn't believe that I, I was... I was 18 at this, no, 19 at this point. I said, I can't give you SPG. I mean, I'm not eight. I'm 19 years of age. She went, yeah, but I can't sell it, yeah? I went, why? But I said, so you happen to give me pills that could kill me if I take all of them. Yeah. But you will not give me a DVD about a train that has a face and puffs around an island. God. That is... The major came and said, okay, calm down, sir. I went, I will not calm down. Oh, God, you turned into a Karen in that moment. No, I turned into Will from the in-betweeners. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, you I, think I, 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 assholes. Yeah, I, I didn't call her that. But <laughs> I, I did go to it. I just, I just said, no, you know what, no. I'm not paying. I am going. Your shop is an, is an embarrassment. And I then went to Tesco and then I bought the same thing and they served me. And I'm just there going like, in what? And then the blessing was, I went into the same Sainsbury's a week later and I think I bought uh, GTA 5, yeah? Yeah. Did get ID'd. Not a problem, no. And it was the same woman who served me. Oh, God. Do you do it to prove a point? You didn't even need GTA 5. You had to end up on at home. You're just proving a point. <laughs> No, but think so. She, she just, she just, yeah. I just, I got ID for Thomas the Tank Engine. So yeah, that's my, uh, that, that, that's my embarrassing thing. But the young people beating us at games and beating us at everything. I just think, yeah, they deserve to be just burnt because it makes me sad. Yeah, it's it's it's, a, it's an unfortunate thing, and they shouldn't they, like. As literally as I said, when I saw the 06 in his name, I was like, surely this person must be like two years old. And I was like, no, they're fourteen now. Fuck. That's mm. basically the, that was my thought process, and then he beat me. So that was uh, It's not nice. Uh, it's not. You're four for four. Four for four. And four, I think I, I, I mean, um, Jim is now coming, and so is Terence and Michael and Shaggy. Uh, I, I, I couldn't tell you. Mm. It's entirely possible. I mean, to be honest, I mean, you are behind a two-way mirror, and they can see you, and you just seem—they just seem to be coming towards that mirror. Yeah, I mean, I have that allure. Mm-mm. I mean, I don't want to fuck you. I mean, I, I don't want to fuck you, so we're on level playing ground there. Yeah, we are, man. Friendship. I think I think that's one thing we need to get out there. I mean, you know, I mean, we can continue with our friendship now. We don't want to fuck each other. Yeah, I don't have that. Like, I mean, I would rather it if you said that I friends owned you, though. That was, I would prefer if that was what the story was. I mean, no, it, it, well, I mean, I got there first, so I lay claim to you. You, you are my Jorah Mormont. <laughs> That's just unfortunate. Now I, feel like, now I feel like I want to shag you because just because of that. <laughs> well, I said you're my Jorah Mormont. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, like, it's like it's like you you want what you can't have. 
I mean, uh, I mean, let's move on before we hurt each other. Yeah, that's no, probably wise. It's probably good that it's over Skype. Yeah, I mean, if we're face to face, I think like we'd either kiss in passion or fight. Or both. Is that what wrestling is? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, speaking of, I'm not, I was going to say speaking of kissing in passion, but it's nothing to do with that. <laughs> um, um, actually, no, speaking of wrestling, this does work. Oh, um, okay. People, um, it's something, again, we spoke about before we recorded. People only tweet about stuff that they don't like. AEW fans? Yeah, well, that and, and a lot of the WWE fans. And no. just, just people. Just people that people that only ever seem to talk about things that they don't like on Twitter. Like, yeah, I will, I will allow you like freedom of speech to every now and then say something <laughs> you don't like. Like that's fine. You can you can you can express your dislikes. But when that, when you look through someone's Twitter and it's the only thing that's ever on their fucking Twitter, and you're just like, you're just a fucking miserable cunt. Like that's what it comes down to. And I, I, and I feel bad for them, but I also just want them to burn. I mean, it feels like the being controversial for the sake of being controversial. Yeah, like that's, that's, I don't like that because I feel like there's a lot of people who don't like things just because everyone else likes them. Yes. Like, yes. Like, one thing that I saw, there's a thing that's happened now. So I, I'm not sure what your opinion on this actually is, but like Lewis Capaldi, I think he's fucking brilliant. I, I, I think he's class. But now there seems to be like a ground tour people that hate Lewis Capaldi. And the only reason I can think that they hate Lewis Capaldi is just to be different to everyone else. Yes. Because there's no other reason. Like, he's the I most mean, hottest man alive. He's funny. He's funny as fuck. I mean, I get accused of this, but the opposite way, I like Baron Corbin. Yeah, I don't like, I don't dislike him. Uh, and a lot of people don't like him. People say, who's like him? Everyone hates him. No, I like him because it pisses you off. Yeah. I, I, like, the thing is, I, I, I'm not a massive fan of Baron Corbin. I think he's good at his job. I like, adore him all yeah. of my heart. I, I think he's good. I'm not, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say anything. And he and he's and he beats the shit out of bad people, so it's all good. Yeah, it mean, look, look, he, he lost to a, a man who talked to other ladies. Yeah. And that shouldn't have happened. Baron Corbin should have beat Matt Riddle. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. I, I think Baron Corbin is doing it for the people. Yeah. He should have shoot beat the shit out of Matt Riddle. But that's another story for another day. Um, another thing that gets me as well is talk about the negative things on the wrestling stuff is the fans who will completely shit on anything WWE do, yeah? Yeah. But they will praise any other company for doing the exact same thing. But I think it happens quite a lot the other way around as well, where, like, if you look, if you look at, like, like, I can guarantee, like, the one thing that I can say is... When everyone started, everyone was talking about how shit it was that AW were having wrestlers in the crowd for ages. And as soon as WWE did it, everyone was like, oh, that's brilliant. Look at the atmosphere it adds. I was like, and just don't do it as well. They just, don't, they just didn't do it as well either. And that's the thing. And that's why the Thunderdome is so much better, because the Thunderdome is actually their thing, and it's actually good. Yeah. And to talk about the Thunderdome, is the fans slacking like, oh, why is Kenny Omega in the Thunderdome? Kenny Omega said, <laughs> it was pre- Kenny Omega said, I like wrestling. Yeah. And I've made, made my SmackDown debut. Yeah. He doesn't care. Like, that's a thing. As much as, like, I feel like Kenny out of all the elite is the one who cares the least about this versus WWE thing. 
Like, because obviously Cody like references it a lot, and like at first I wasn't mad about it because I know a lot of people were mad about it at the start, and at the start I couldn't care less because it was like it's fun. It was just a couple cheap snipes and whatever else, but now it is getting a bit boring. Yeah, I mean Bro- Brody Lee was basically just a piss take of Vince McMahon every week, yeah. but then again, NXT. <laughs> NXT did it with Robert Stone. He's basically Tony Khan. Yeah, yeah. The best thing about it is Tony Khan, uh, Tony Khan, Robert Stone promotes women's wrestling, which yeah. I think is even better. Yeah, it is really, it is funny. The, the thing, and that's the thing, I completely get what people say. By now, AEW should have done better with the women's wrestling. But oh, big. I can understand where the difference, where with the men's wrestling, they brought people in that were already established stars. All the established women stars were already signed. Yeah. And, and that was a problem, was they did have to build it from scratch rather than even with the men when I had Jericho and Moxley and whoever else. So, and I do, I do agree that they should have done better by now. They've had like a, a year and a half to build it. But yeah. at the same time, I do understand where the troubles with that come from. I mean, they lost Kylie Ray. Yeah. Uh, which I think was a big loss. Yeah. And it says a lot that Diana Perazzo would rather get an impact than come to AEW. And the thing is, the thing is I think they've had good matches as well, because I think the Nyla Rose versus uh, Shida match was fantastic. Mm-hmm. was really good. And that's, and that, I think they've done really well. But the problem is, is like Nyla Rose is the only star out of that lot, I think. I think she's the only one that they've built up as a star. Everyone else, they haven't really... Britt Baker to an extent, but even her, like... The in, the in, the injury derailed it in a way, but then I do want to say just just go back to Nyla Rose. Uh, I just want to make a side comment uh, to all the fans who say she's not a woman, she's a man. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, go, go go fuck. Just because she is comfortable in what she wants in her own body, and you don't understand it, and the fact is that either she will kick your fucking ass. Yeah. And that's the thing, like, if you listen to the... One thing I highly recommend is listen to Nyla Rose and the Jericho podcast, because that was very, very, very educational on the whole transgender stuff. Because, you, like, and I, I knew this before because of my, my my work. I kind of have to know this kind of stuff. Um, but if you've fully transitioned, you have no, like, hormones left that are female or, or male, where, whichever one you're coming from. So she's got, she's got, she's actually got less testosterone in her body than a cis woman would have, for the most part. Yeah. And yeah. That, and and that's just that's science, that's scientific fact. Like it's not you can't you can't debate it. It's not like something you can go, oh, but I don't think this. And like no, that's literally science. That's it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it just it just angers me. And I, I've had this argument with this this man before. Uh, I said. What would you do if your son and daughter said to you that they they're not comfortable with what they either want to be a girl or want to be a boy? He said it'd smack it right out of them. I just said you are you are just a delusional idiot. If you're not prepared for your children to be gay or transgender or anything, don't have fucking children. Big time. Big time. I mean, uh, my brother, my brother is gay. My t- two my brothers are gay, but my 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 older younger one so he was 20 this year his dad had a his dad had a very hard time with it because his dad's like a a man's man so to speak he, he he's I mean, he's, a, he's a racist bastard as well he's such a horrible man 
But he, he basically he hates everything that he hates everything that was safe. He used gay as a slur. Uh, he'd say every racial word just like you know to people. And then when my brother came out and said he was gay, fair play to him for this. Yeah, he actually understood. Yeah, I think. Well, we're, I, I won't put my dad on the same level, but he was definitely a man's man, and he was definitely yeah. he definitely had. Um, uh, he wasn't sure. He wasn't sure. He didn't know about he, he, when he, uh, growing up. He wasn't sure when I was growing up around him. I know he wasn't. He was never horrible. I wouldn't put him in that bracket. But he wasn't like the best in that kind of thing. But he actually guessed that I was by like before I came out. He guessed, and that was just yeah. like miraculous. That to me already shown that he was learning something. He was learning. He was educating himself. And since like in the last, I think I've been out to him for about a year and a half now. And he's just learning and learning everything little by little. And he's, and everything, and even this year, like, he was, ne- again, he was never a, a racist person, but he definitely fell on the, he definitely didn't 100% understand how hard it was for uh, black people growing up in compared to white people. He didn't completely understand that. But this year, he's learned all that as well. He's educated himself on that, which, I, and, I, and I, I couldn't be proud of the fact that he's done that. And he's become what is really like, an actor, like an activist for LGBT rights, an activist for uh, racial rights and stuff like that, and it's it's great, it's fantastic. I mean, it's it's great, it's great that the people are willing to learn and stuff like that. But um, I mean, per, I t- that perfect example with the football thing that I ha- I've had with my friend, he well, not a friend anymore, but he was at that point. He just he was unwilling to accept that there was people that disagreed with him. Yeah. Now I said this to him. I said, look, I'm willing to, I'm, 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 I'm willing to be a friend and all that, but I just disagree with what you said. And there was no, there was no malice on my behalf on that. But when you try and make me choose between you being your racist self and me and a friend of mine, yeah, who I'm, I'm going to pick a friend. I'm, I'm always going to pick a friend over that person. And like he, he couldn't take it. And and that's that's the sort of people that um, who are just ignorant to change, and they their view on the world is. It's great. I watched a Vice documentary on um, this man who was raising his children as uh, basically Nazis oh, God, yeah. in America. Oh. And his his wife was just all, she was just all in basically, yeah, I've, if there was a black family that moved over the robot, what would you do? I'd, I'd, I'd move out or I'd kill them. Yeah. That's what she said. He, though, the dad was willing to listen. Wow. Yeah. He was because he, he got basically he got given an argument about it and he was willing to change but then she found out about it and then she just he, that, that was him then that, that that one moment he had of reflection of thinking about oh yeah then he got yeah it's a bit, I, I, from like again from my work i kind of come across like talking to a lot of people like this and that yeah. you can tell within the first response whether they're willing to change or not the first that's what I have on people on Facebook or Twitter. I, I'll have a conversation with someone if I feel that I could actually make a difference or I could actually educate them. But you know in the very first reply whether they're going to be willing to do that or not. And exactly. and most of the time they're not, unfortunately. And that, that comes with the wrestling thing, though, is the people that are just constantly negative about everything. They're not willing, they're not willing to say, uh, give it a chance or anything like that. I mean, I was, I was a bit iffy. But, but I can use Bray Wyatt for this year. When Bray Wyatt was repackaged uh, yeah. as this Blue's Clues leader, 
Yeah. I was like, going, oh, this just be goofy as fuck, man. Oh. And then, and then a friend of mine said, just give, just give it a go. I mean, you know, I, I like Bray Wyatt, but he said, I was like, going, oh, it's gonna be crap. So just give it a go. And then when the Fiend came out, yeah. okay, I was hooked. Yeah, and, and that's the thing is like I feel like one of the things with wrestling fans is they don't realise that everything that's happening is a long story. Yeah. No, don't you can't judge things at the start because there's still like however many months of storytelling to go, and you need to kind of and just wrestling never finishes. Like it's not like Game of Thrones where the see like the the, the show finished and it was shit. Like, but oh. wrestling's continually going. And it will always be a chance for it to change, and the story like a change and be good still. Exactly. exactly. Look, look at Roman Reigns. Yeah. Roman Reigns was shoved. I mean, let's wait. He was shoved down our throats. Yeah. Good wrestler, great wrestler, but he, he didn't help this booking. And then he went away, obviously with um, a medical, um, obviously with this cancer. And yeah, you, you think, okay, when he comes back, it's going to be great. And he came back, and it was... I enjoyed where he was going, because he, he was nowhere near the title. He had no title match during that stretch. Yeah. And then, then when he's come back, every fa- fans are like going, oh, fucking, oh, here we go, Roman Reigns going to be shoved down that throat to get his champion, blah, 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 blah. But this is a new Roman Reigns. That's the give thing. No, give, what? It, give it And then, yeah. Well, no, what I've said, I said this to my friend the other day, the thing that fucked Roman Reigns over is when the Shield broke up, he was kept the same attire, kept the same music, and the same character. Seth and Dean were both told to go find a new look, find a new character, change everything. Roman got given this template which had worked, and that's what fucked him over more than anything, was he wasn't given room to grow into a character, he was just Roman from the Shield. But not as cool, because he was trying yeah. to be. He was like Roman the Shield, but also act like John Cena, and that's, he's not John Cena. He's no. he's, he's a badass Samoan. He's not a goofy American superhero. Like that, that that was the thing when Cena cut that promo on him. That was just one of the best promos I've seen. Yeah. When Cena says you are corporately made, John Cena bootleg. Yeah. And. It, it signified to me that, yeah, basically what Cena says is fucking right, yeah. Cena is... There's a reason why John Cena was so... so on top for so many years, because he knew what to do. Yeah. And when he... And I think with this promo that he did to Roman, basically said, he, sh- he showed Roman's weaknesses. Yeah. And I think that was probably the best thing that could have happened to Roman. Yeah, 100%. It- People are saying, I've oh, seen a buried him. I think for me, Cena elevated it. Yeah, 100%. Seen the highlight, what was wrong, and then they built on it, and now Roman's Roman's got a lot better at promos, and I think the giving him Paul Heyman is probably the best thing they could have done there. Yeah, 100%. Because of his, his Roman in the Shield, when he was cool, when everyone liked him, Seth and Dean were doing all the talking. Yeah. That, that, that's, just, that's just a matter of fact. And... and Roman is good at promos in those short bursts. Yeah. Like, one of the best promos of all time, three words, when he let them boo him out of the fucking place for, like, ten minutes straight and then just said, this is my yard now. Out. And that was the best promo he's ever cut. Yeah. Like, 
uh, and that's the thing that's what he's good at he's he's got this natural swagger he's got this natural charisma about him like you can tell that you've got in he's got that and he's got the badass like one or two words if he says one or two words badass yeah, yeah. when he starts going on these like sucker and suckertash john oh. cena hope. but that's but that's the thing john cena could probably pull off like john cena could pull off sucker and suckertash somehow it's not yeah. great but you could pull it off that's john cena and and it's and and it's the same thing. Like you can't you couldn't have built John Cena up to be like the Rock or Stone Cold before him. You couldn't have built the Rock or Stone Cold up to be like Hulk Hogan. No. Like and that, and that's the thing they try to make Roman Reigns John Cena. Yeah, it's never going to work. And I think that that's why fans the the, neg- the negative fans they're just so against him because oh we've had Cena for years and then I've said I said before recording though like. They didn't realise how much they actually would miss John. I mean, I miss John Cena now. I do, hundred percent. I, 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 when he was when I started watching it, I was like, going, oh, can he just go away?" Yeah. Then when he went away, you realise how much you actually do miss him, and how much the product is different without him. Um, same with Brock. When Brock goes away, it feels less important. Yeah. I and think- I think the. And to go with your point, the, neg- the negative fans, they just don't see that. All they see is they just want something. They want something straight away. They're not willing to give it a chance to build. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the worst thing that could possibly be done because if you're not going to give it a chance, then why the fuck are you watching? The thing is, is I love long-term storytelling. But in today's wrestling, you can't do long-term storytelling. You can't. and Because everything has to be now, 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 now. Whereas before, I mean, the Attitude Era, look how long Austin McMahon was, was, was going on for. I mean, and even if, you, even if you want to look at it from, like, I know, I know AEW doesn't do everything right, but the way they built up MGF to not have him have a title shot for over a year, have him be unbeaten, and then just have it at the end of the year, like, yeah. that would never happen. Because he would have had, if it was WWE, they would have been forced to put him as a title shot at the start of the year or something like that. Yeah. I mean, look, look at The Fiend. Yeah. Look how quick the Fiend was put into a title shot with Seth, and he, the Fiend was nowhere near it. And Seth was probably Seth was just getting started, just beating Brock, and then yeah, the the Fiend, the Fiend, and then, uh, the, the Goldberg beating the Fiend. Yeah, that was horrible. And then, and then I was, and then Strowman, I was like, you know what? Yeah, I'm only, I'm gonna give Strowman a chance. Everyone's shit, oh Strowman, Strowman's the shit. Blah, 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 blah. You gotta give it a chance, and I think uh, uh, this is why it's in the bin. It, it's it's in the bin. Yeah. It's because people aren't willing to give things a chance anymore. No. And I think if you live like that, then you're just gonna constantly be pointing yourself down for disappointment. So. Yeah, I'd, yeah, it's not, it's not, it can't be healthy for who the people that are doing that either. Like even for their own well-being, it can't be healthy to be like that. Yeah, I mean, you got people that genuinely don't like them, but then you got the fishermen. I think the fishermen are the worst ones. Yeah. Because then they're so, like, oh, yes, fishing rods. Like, oh, fuck off. It's not smart. Yeah. I mean, pointing out, oh, AW want another win for the good guys. And you know you're going to get people that are going to bite on it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just. So, but no, Sam, you are five for five. Beautiful. You have, I mean, look, look at them all sleeping. They're uh-huh. all happy. Um, yeah. Um, I must ask you now to uh, leave room 501. Okay. Um, we must lock it back up, leave them in there. But before we go, Sam, have you enjoyed your time here? 
I, I have very much so. We've gone on a few rants. I've gone. I, I've uh, I disowned my mother again. Uh, I feel. I feel like. I feel like I've grown as a person over the last hour. So I feel. I feel very. I feel. I feel like I'm now 25. That's what's yeah. happened. Yeah. I mean, this is. Uh, it is the best. I mean, for me, yeah. This is counselling. Yeah. Fair. I like. I like to think of myself as a saviour of the masses. Yeah. I can and, see that. Yeah, and you know, I like to think I'm helping people with this, but um, I mean, my episode should be coming out soon, and it is one of the best things I've done. It was so nice. Yeah. But before I before I, I I escort you from the building, would you like to do your plugs, sir? Yeah, I mean, I don't have much in the way of plugs. I can I can plug my my very own uh, social media, Sam on C on every plug your social media, sir. Uh, and I am uh, a communications officer for the Football vs. Homophobia Youth Panel, and obviously we've we've kind of do, we've touched on it uh, a lot of issues that I'm passionate in. So uh, if you want to go support all of that kind of stuff, go to feh youth on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, both uh, and Football vs. Homophobia is a great organisation. Um, I've only recently became a part of it, and I'm it's it's great to be a part of it and changing yeah. the football world and making football. So like, football's amazing. Me, me and you know football's fucking amazing. But we want everyone to be able to enjoy football as much as as we've been able to as we've grown up. So, and and that's kind of the best way to go with it. And so, yeah, go support all that kind of stuff. Maybe don't tell them some of the things I've said on here. Maybe the best the best way to go with that. But other than that, this will go will power through. Yeah, definitely. Uh, go, go, give that a follow. Give that give that love and support. Um, you can find me on Twitter, Arsenal's nine ninety five. Uh, follow Rogue Opinions at Rogue underscore Opinions and listen to Rogue, um, the podcast on uh, Podbean, Apple, Spotify, Anchor, wherever you get your podcasts. And yeah, uh, Sam, it's been a pleasure. And I'll have to get you on the, you have to join the Bantam Minute podcast one week. Yep. Oh, I want to you know what? I think we could have a Charlton special on that podcast for you, just for you. Well, if we're still in existence, yes. Or it could be a touchy tribute to Charlton Football Club. That would be lovely. I, I will cry. <laughs> but until next time, guys, it's been a pleasure as always. And goodbye. Uh, bye.